So I watched this movie the other day about this weird middle-aged lady um, who made a career of conning old ladies. Well, I guess old people, not old ladies. Um, old people out of their lives, right? Money, homes, belongings. Um, she was like an evil caretaker. She'd come into their lives and, and put them in a home, take all their stuff. It was all legal, technically. Uh, so it got me to thinking about the, the old adage, money is the root of all evil, because this was an evil, evil lady, and hear her tell it, you know, she was just doing it to win it life, and in order to win it life, at least in America, you know, in most industrialized places, um, you need money, right? Generally, the large amount of it um, to be comfortable um, and definitely to be successful. Um, but so does that make does that make the money evil or does it make people evil? Um, the, you know, a logical person would say money is just paper. It's an inanimate object. It can't it can't be good or evil. It's just a thing. Right. The same way uh, guns can't be evil. Right. They're just a thing. They can be dangerous, um, but they're not they're not good or bad per se. Now, before I get yelled at, I'm just using guns as an example. Uh, I'm not giving a position one way or the other on gun rights or or guns. I'm just saying that they are a thing the same way a spoon is a thing. Um, and it cannot be good, bad, evil, happy, or sad. It's just things, stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm Will. This is Head Above Hypocrisy. And um, I'm not going to talk about guns anymore. <laughs> Okay, I lied. Uh, I'm going to talk about guns a little bit, <laughs> but not like gun rights or anything. That's uh, that's a conversation for another day. Uh, I just I like. The comparison of uh, guns and money because they're both tools um, that wield a great deal of power over people. Um, guns in a more uh, specific way and I guess particular set of circumstances, but um, the amount of power that they hold over people's lives um is quite similar, uh, in my opinion. And at the end of the day, they're um, they're both tools that, when used uh, irresponsibly or incorrectly, can be uh, harmful to the user and you know those around them. Uh, obviously, a gun much more immediately uh, than <laughs> than money. But um, both of them, if you don't know what you're doing, you can uh, you can get hurt or you can hurt somebody. Um, people have strong feelings about both. People have been largely miseducated about both. Uh, I could go on with the similarities um, for days, but there it, to me, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of commonalities between money and guns and and how people misuse both money more specifically though because because well, obviously money money is a, a much more versatile tool right a gun is is mostly 
just a tool for of of self-defense and hunting really um it it doesn't serve much purpose outside of those two two realms whereas money um can buy you pretty much everything anything outside of happiness and it can get you pretty darn you know close uh <laughs> it um it can't buy you love but it could i probably you know rent you some affection i don't know <laughs> it's a it's a very powerful tool is my point um not evil not good um not bad not happy not sad just a tool um that we probably all could use a little more educating on um and I apologize. This is not the place for that. I'm definitely not about to sit here and try to give financial advice. Um, but I will recommend seeking it out um, from from qualified individuals because, you know, we're um, we're all out here trying to build homes. And if we're doing it with a hammer, we're not going to get real far. Right. So you got um, you got to use money uh, to its full potential. Not not in such a one dimensional way. Right. You know, that's that goes as as far as, you know, investing, spending habits, all sorts of stuff. Right. But just, you know, looking at it as a tool, not a uh, (laughs) not a sentient thing that can be good, bad or evil um, and treat it as such. Um, You know, the more the more educated you are about a tool, the better you are able to use it. And um, the more effective you are at at, uh, at building whatever it is you're attempting to build, uh, and that goes for you know hammers, screwdrivers, money, guns, and the like. Uh, it's all about getting as much information as you can about the the subject matter at hand, and then uh, and then executing. Right? That's uh, that's all it really is. It just it's a matter of 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 educating and then that takes the uh the mystique away <laughs> outside of education or, or lack thereof i think the the biggest other problem with money is that there's no there are no checks and balances right like even with guns you gotta you gotta apply right they do a background check they they try to make sure you're not you know crazy or violent and what you know what have you same thing for pretty much everything else right like to get a job pretty much anywhere they'll do some form of background check and you know try to make sure you're a reasonably sane individual whereas with with money um there's no there's nothing like that like anybody can become rich and that's that's a little scary in that in the amount of power that money wields in our society, right? You'd think there'd be a few more checks and balances to prevent, you know, lunatics and morons from from amassing huge fortunes, um, given the amount of power that 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 entails. Um, it's like you know, it's like giving the keys to the house to a four year old a lot of times because. You know, we have there's nothing stopping a four year old from becoming rich. Right. Like you get a four year old on YouTube. that's just cute enough and just funny enough. Get enough views. Start slinging those ads. You've got a rich four year old. Right. Um, 
<laughs> uh, I mean, I guess there are some, there's a few parental blockades there, but that I get that all falls off at 18. So I guess there there is there is some checks and balances for preventing children from becoming wildly rich and irresponsible. Uh, but outside of that, you know, there's not there's not a whole lot there. So you get all sorts of different types of people that amass, you know, large amounts of money. And as a result, uh, we, you know, we think it is a, a reflection of of the money itself. And I think it's a, more a reflection of, of us um, allowing anyone to to be rich Um and or allowing the rich to have a little bit too much power, um, just in general. All right. I think, you know, how you solve that. You give them, uh, the shopping cart test or a shopping cart tax, <laughs> right? You review the, the life footage and see how many, you know, of, of how many grocery trips to the grocery store, how many times when they, wheel the cart out to their car? Do they wheel the cart back either to the store or to like the cart rack area? Um, it's a good, it's a great test of character, right? Because it takes very little effort uh, and leaving the cart there is effectively um, uh, a victimless, victimless crime, but it's inconvenient to, to your fellow shoppers um, and or society members. And it makes the worker's job harder because now they got to go chase down carts all over the parking structure. So, you know, I just think there should be some sort of test or check or balance or, or something of the, um, extremely rich to, to ensure that they are, um, if they're not good people, that at the very least they're not evil and that they are of sound mind. And if they're not just tax them, Right. I'm not saying they can't have it. I'm just saying there's a penalty for being, you know, wildly irresponsible or incompetent with your money. Um, you know, and it'll be a jerk, right? Like, don't use it to to hurt or hold people back. It'll be a tax for that, too. <laughs> but that's how you fix it, right? You hit them where it hurts in their pockets because that's what uh that's that's what got them here in the first place right you got to start you got to start punishing the rich just for being mean and then they'll uh and then they'll stop taking advantage of them i mean or you could change the entire structure of capitalism and stop making money so powerful um but i think it's probably easier to just you know make them stop being mean (laughs) and nothing changes a rich person's behavior like taxes (laughs) <laughs> so you know just uh enact the jerk tax and we'll stop having such a uh, so many mean rich people out there but don't blame the money the money's just paper it it's not you know good bad or or even self-aware it's uh it's just paper and um we are in control of of what we do with said paper so uh you know Think about that the next time you're uh, you're at Target and you're done shopping. Uh, you've emptied out your car and you're about to or your cart and you're about to get in your car. Um, why don't you go ahead and walk it back, just in case. Uh, just in case you happen to be rich and and we start taxing you <laughs> for not returning your cart. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
Anyway, um, well, that is my time. I, uh, I'm Will. This is Head Above Hypocrisy. And I believe in the shopping cart tax for the rich. <laughs>